Welcome to CRH Talk, where we feature rural health professionals and dive deep into prevention, treatment, and building lasting health. Welcome everyone to CRH Talk. I have Doug Williams, our executive chef here at Cody Regional Health. He runs the kitchen down here along with his partner, John. But I just wanted to have him come down because, Doug, the holiday seasons are here pretty much. We have to start preparing. Yeah. So maybe tell people how you got into cooking. Because I always wanted to, but then I just kept gaining weight. So, <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about you. You know, I as, as a very young kid, I remember uh, my uh, uh, my stepdad. Uh, he was a chef at a restaurant when I was a, as a little kid, and so he always be bringing home like all these like sauces and just weird little things that I'd never had as a kid. And I just remember I fell in love with all the food. I was always excited when when he made dinner, you know, because it was always something special, mm-hmm. something fancy, something delicious, you know. And uh, I just remembered I always was trying to learn his techniques and what he was doing. And when I was able to finally get a job as a young kid, I feel like 15 years old in a fine dining restaurant, you know, as a dishwasher, I did. You know, I, I leaped at it. And uh, this was in the 90s, too. So it was back in the days where we actually had to, like, tornate potatoes and peel asparagus. And there was a lot of prep work that the dishwasher had to do, uh, wow. you know, and do the dishes, too. So I just kind of fell in love with the art of it and everything about it. And... Do you do that now for your kids? I do. I do. Like um, I would dinners. say, well, they think it's special. Yeah. Well, that's all that matters. <laughs> you know what a regular spaghetti I make for them. I still put my heart and soul into that spaghetti, you know, and I make sure it's like the best spaghetti they're ever going to have. So yeah. um, even the grilled cheeses, you know, it's just like the movie Chef where I'm moving it on the flat top. I'm buttering the top. I'm looking at it. I'm checking it out. I flipped it five times, you know, and it's perfectly crusty around all the edges, mm. you know, so... And that's why we're yeah. so grateful to have you at Cody Regional because the food you all cook, you and your team, I don't think I ever hear anything negative about yeah. it. And that's not typical in healthcare. Yeah. yeah. Usually it's, oh, it tastes like hospital food. Yeah. But that has changed over the years mm-hmm. because of what Thomas Cuisine has mm-hmm. brought in. Of People, course. professionals like you who love, it sounds like, what you do. Mm-hmm. And you do it make people happy and healthy and mm-hmm. of course yeah being and, a chef and creating delicious food for patients and employees it's a chef has to continue his education and it's not just something after you start you know how to cook and then you just kind of you know write out your day as cooking and doing things but you know if you're really passionate about what you do you really go in and uh, study food study flavors combinations techniques and then try to uh, you know implement that in your kitchen and, and it's like a trial and error run. I mean, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But the, the, the biggest con- or fact on that is, is that you're, you're challenging yourself every day, trying to create new flavors, trying things, and you know. I don't, I don't think everyone is like you though, and that's why he's special. <laughs> um, and that's why our food shines. Mm-hmm. But um, you have been cooking our community Thanksgiving Day dinner for three years mm-hmm. now? Yep. I believe. So this is your fourth year? This will be the third year. This is our third, year, third with year with you. Okay. So every time we've done this with you, everyone always comes back and says the food was delicious. So I want to know, because I'll be here, I'll be serving on mm-hmm. Thanksgiving Day, but I do have a lot of family coming in for the holidays mm-hmm. during um, Christmas and New Year's. So 
When you look at the Thanksgiving Day dinner, I want to know a couple things. How do you prep for 450 people? Because that's how much we're cooking for this yep. year, right? Yep. Because um, you cover our long-term care, our employees that are working, the community members that are coming in. Mm -hmm. How do you even begin to prep for something at that scale? I don't think maybe our listeners today are going to have to do that. <laughs> but I think right. they want to know. Because right. the, the turkey is always moist and hot. Um, the pies, I know we're working with community members mm -hmm. to do dessert, but still you That's have amazing, to That's amazing, by the way. That helps out a lot. Right. Oh, good. Because desserts can take up a lot of time. So if you're listening <laughs> and you're willing to bake a pie or do some kind of dessert, it can be cookies, bars, anything, mm -hmm. bring it the day before Thanksgiving. Um, I'll leave the info down below in the show notes. But you still have to prep for that. So just kind of let's talk on that scale. Mm -hmm. And then I want to go into two, just like maybe for a family of four mm -hmm. or a party of 40. All right. Let's talk about some tips okay. some tricks there. Because as a chef, I know you have them. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll go, we'll start with uh, the feeding 450 people. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> it's, you know, if it's your first year doing it, especially on such a large volume and you're not working with maybe past or prior notes that you had taken, then starting out from fresh and being, you have to think about, okay, you know, how much meat do you serve one person? You know, I mean, so you, you would say meat. you start with your meat. So we're going to work with four to five ounces of, of edible meat that's already cooked, right? And so you have to figure, okay, well, at say five ounces on the high end, right? Five ounces of meat times 450 people, divide that by 16, gives me a, a random amount of 250 pounds, you know? Um, then I know I need 250 pounds worth of edible turkey. And then you got to do the science on it. Now, when it comes in, it goes like, well, how much, you know, you have some fat content. You got a little bit of fat content, but you're still going to have some loss in there. So, you know, when I, when I do it personally, I usually shoot for like six ounces per person. That kind of gives me a little bit of loss there. And then, um, then I'll probably do, instead of 450, I do it at 500 people because it's nice to have extras, yeah, you know. Yeah. So then I'll do it times 500 people, and that kind of gives me an idea of how much turkey to bring in. Um, everything else... Um, you know, when it comes to like mashed potatoes and gravy, I mean, gravy's same thing, you know, I mean, three ounces of gravy per person at four or at 500, you know, that's, you know, four and a half, again, not accurate numbers, but you know, that's five gallons of gravy I need to make, you know? So I kind of have the numbers and then, um, now when creating that stuff, that's when the years of experience, you know, I just know how much roux or flour and butter to put in there when I'm making a gravy you know, I just, you just kind of know. So are you the one in the kitchen actually <clears throat> cooking and doing all this? Do you have sous chefs? Do you have a team that is We do have you? a team. Yes, we do have a team that helps. And so weeks prior to this right now, we're already stepping up to seeing, we're assigning projects to people, you know, so I'll have one person, their job is to be, they're going to be making the uh, green bean casserole. That is their job. I'll do all the ordering, bring it in and they will make the green bean casserole for 500 people. Do you have to teach them like technique or something um, how to I, do it? Or is it just like, here's your instruction? Well, luckily for, luckily here, I mean, our staff has been here for a very long time. Our tenure here is, is excellent. And so they, they've, they've made this before, they know how to do it. So um, if they have questions, obviously ask questions, you know, and uh, that's how you learn. So um, sometimes I guide some people here, but for the most part, they're, they are amazing at what they do. They know what they're doing. So I can just say, hey, green bean casserole, all the stuff's in the, in the cooler on a cart. And they're like, okay, got it, you know? Cool. So um, 
yeah, everybody's kind of got a specific thing. You know, I have people that come in at 3.30 in the morning, you know. Those people are going to be firing off turkeys, you know, first thing in the morning. How so. do you, so can you just tell us really quick before we move on, how do you cook that many turkeys? Like I have a lot of ovens. Okay. How many <laughs> ovens do we have? Uh, well, we got four ovens, four big ovens. Four so big everything ovens. is done in batches. Obviously, you can't cook 350 pounds of turkey yeah. and all that oven. So... Uh, so 3.30 in the morning, they're in here throwing in turkeys already. When those turkeys come out, the next row of turkeys are coming in, you know. So it's, a, it's, a, it's just a whole rotation and timing, you know. So okay. uh, so your first half of your turkeys will be coming out, and you guys will be getting those while the other turkeys are finishing the oven. So you guys will get like 200 meals, and then so the, the actually, other turkeys are coming out. We're carving and yeah, putting in. Yeah, you're cooking on the day of. You're mm -hmm. not cooking like a yep. week prior. Because nope. I'm thinking you guys... No. Like cook everything a week and then you just kind of like freeze it and then bring it nope. out. And like... It's all day of. Everything wow. is day of. You know, the guys will prep towards like if I'm making a stuffing and I need my carrots, onions, and celery, that'll be prepped probably the day or the day before that, two days prior. You know, it depends crazy. on how much work that needs to be done. You okay. know, so. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So that's a lot of work. Yeah. If they have to cut the bread for the stuffing, you know, then that's, and we have to bake, semi bake them off as croutons. So they'll be doing that two days prior because you want stale bread anyway, so it's fine. The the stuffing mm -hmm. is made with like real bread, not mm -hmm. a box. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, this is why it tastes like a home cooked meal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what are some tips if I'm having say forty people over for Christmas? It's and... okay to make pumpkin pie ahead of time and freeze it. Okay, right? tell yes. me how to do yes. that. So, I can't give you a specific recipe, no, no, but no, that's okay. Do you make because I, I I grew sugar pie pumpkins this Oh, year. good, good. So I pureed everything mm -hmm. and I froze it. Okay. Like I just baked them and then put all the puree in the freezer. There you go. So once I make, do I make the pie? I will completely it, make the pie, bake it, and freeze it. And then you freeze it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you don't yeah. like... You just pull it out the morning it. off. Okay, then you just leave it on yeah. the counter? Yeah. Okay. And your pies are done. You can do pecan pie that way. You can do anything that okay. way, really. Tell us some good, just like... Pecan. You have to have okay. You have pumpkin. to have pumpkin pie, right? Yes. You gotta have pumpkin. And then, as a kid growing up, I loved pecan, so I always okay. had pecan pie when I was a kid at Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, you know, you're in the fall, so it doesn't hurt to have an apple pie. You know. Okay. So I could so, do that with apple pie too. I could. I think you could. Bake. I think you could. Okay. Yeah. All right. I would be just. I think it'd be just fine. Fully baked, freeze it, pull it out the morning of. Okay. No. Yeah. Do That'll you heat you it some. at all, or just? Well, after you bake it. Now, when you're serving, when it come, people are eating dinner, yeah. then you can turn on your oven at a low heat and pop your pumpkin, or I mean your uh, apple pie in there, and just okay. so kind of warm it up, you know? Okay. It'll be okay. thawed out by then. So now you just want to warm it up a little bit. So if you're eating like around, I don't know, five, mm -hmm. just take it out the morning of. Yeah, take it out that morning so it's thawed out by, by five o'clock, it'll be thawed out. And then okay. when everybody's eating dinner, or as soon as everybody's starting to sit down, have your oven on. 250 degrees, 200 degrees, and pop your pie in there for, I don't so know, I'm half gonna, hour? Start with half hour. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make my pies ahead mm -hmm. of time. And then can you do anything for prep for, like, mashed potatoes and gravy, like, to have it ready? If you have containers at home, it's completely acceptable to peel your potatoes. And I, the way I make my potatoes is I peel my potatoes, and I cut them in about half-inch circles, and put them in a bucket of water, you know. And then next morning, strain off your water, put them in cold water on your stove, and then salt it, turn it on, bring it just to a slight simmer, and then, you know, simmer until they're cooked. And... Okay, all right. So, okay. Cold water. 
You can tell I'm getting a little excited because <laughs> this is probably the most people we've had at our home during the holidays. So I'm kind oh. of going, what can I do ahead of time? Because with kiddos and everything else, it's, it is. You want to yeah. think, what can I do to prep? It can be overwhelming. Okay. If you wanted to spatchcock your turkey, you could. If you wanted to cut the cooking time down in half. Okay, and talk a, about spatch. Spatchcocking is when Cocking. you take a turkey and you lay it breast side down on your table and you take a pair of shears and you cut out the backbone okay. all the way up. So you take all his tail and the backbone out, and then you flip your turkey back over, and you kind of push down on it, okay. and it blazes the turkey flat. Okay. He told me this a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I've still yeah. not done it yet. You should. Because <laughs> I haven't really. You can do it the Julia Child way and still shove butter all up in the, the between the skin yeah. and the and the meat and okay. rub it, and it only take like I don't know an hour to I'm guessing an hour to cook. I mean you know. Okay. Versus what is a, what does a turkey usually take? A fourteen pound turkey is gonna take like four or five hours, depending on how many times you open the stove. You I know. know, so that'll like cut it down to yeah. like oh, half, yeah. half the time. Oh half the time. Hour. So say that again, what's it called? Spatchcocking. Spatchcocking. Remember mm -hmm. spatchcocking, everyone, for your turkey this year. Yep. Um, okay, what other good tips like that do people need to know <clears throat> for the holiday seasons when it comes to creating delicious meals? Mm. Um, you know, I kind of work my menus that I do around how much oven space I'm going to have, Got you it. know, so, uh, you know, if the turkey is going to be in there, do I have enough room in there to put a green bean casserole in there? And if I have uh, cornbread or other things going on in that oven, I, you know, I kind of want everybody to eat at the same time. And I'm a stickler about everything is ready at the same time. Yeah. Um, but I might have to change my menu. Maybe, maybe you're going to have a turkey and no green bean casserole. Maybe it's going to be uh, mashed potatoes and, and, um, okay. you know, uh, what else goes? <laughs> I'm trying um, to think stuffing. Yeah, stuffing. You know, but I think of like, couldn't, Sweet couldn't potato I do salad. green bean, yeah, fresh salad, mm -hmm. but like green beans, mashed Maybe potatoes. Maybe sauteed green beans with almonds and, you know. Yeah. Can you kind of just keep all that warm? <laughs> yeah, it could. Like, Especially okay. if your oven's on, everything that sits on top of your oven is pretty much going to be. You know, okay. if you have in containers or whatever, or in uh, pan, pots with lids set okay. on top of your stove, you know. And if you're just like by yourself for the holidays or just one other person, what do you recommend for that? I think you should come to Cody Reach and get yourself a dinner. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, so if you no live... cleaning of the kitchen. Okay. This is what I'm doing this year. So, and I encourage everybody, if you want to come to Cody Regional Hall for Thanksgiving this year, we're not doing our sit-down meal like we've done in the past. We are still doing the drive-through option, um, but it's a great meal. We'll give you a meal plus one for a loved one, um, and that's gonna be on Thanksgiving day from 11 a.m. to, Jen, help me out here, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., thank you. And we're gonna be right there at our third entrance to the hospital. It's called Monument Entrance. You just drive right up, we'll bring you your meal, and if you're able to donate, please do so because that helps for the next year's meal. Um, so now you all kind of get a little history. I need to have you on the show more often. <laughs> Anytime. And talk about this. But you can clearly see why Doug um, is so special and why he makes things the way he does. Um, so we're so thankful that you're yeah, on our it's team good to be here. here. It's good to be here. And please share some tips that you all do for your Thanksgiving holiday meals. We'd love to know. Um, share this um, with others, leave us a comment, follow us, but 
Doug, thank you so much for thank coming you. on CRH Talk. Yes. And hopefully we'll have you again on here soon. Oh, very soon. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to CRH Talk. Please subscribe, rate, or share this podcast. Check us out at codyregionalhealth.org and see what services we offer locally in Northwest Wyoming.